the snack is the time to capitalize on nutrition because they want it and they'll eat it. You know, what I did is I turned those bell pepper sticks into swords. And so we call them bell pepper swords. And so before we eat them, we sword fight at the table with them and they think it's fantastic. Hello, and welcome to At Home with Ashley G. I'm Ashley Grunwald, a real estate agent, mother of two, living in Raleigh, North Carolina with my husband, Jed. I hope you will join me as we discuss all things that begin in the home, such as family, marriage, faith, parenting, organizing, and plus a sprinkle of real estate. I look forward to building a community with you as we navigate the joys of owning a home and making it our safe haven for our family because home is where it all begins. Hey everyone, it's Ashley Grunwald, and this is my friend, Melissa Albright, that I have joining us today. So I wanted to bring Melissa on with me today just to talk with us a little bit about healthy living and nutrition and how to keep our families healthy um, with nutritious meals and then just moving our bodies essentially. And Melissa and I are friends. We actually got to work together on helping her find her home. And then we just have found that this is a passion we both have together. And so we thought this would be really fun just for us to get to dialogue together and share with you what we've done with our families and hopefully give you some ideas that are hopefully encouraging and helpful. And then we'd love to hear from you as well. So if you have anything that you're doing with your family to stay healthy, please share it in the comments. And then if you have questions for us or for Melissa, please share that as well. And we'll try to answer those as we dialogue back and forth through some just some things we're personally doing in our family. So we're going to get started because we know that 30 minutes is going to go really fast. And so we want to make sure that we can cover as much material as we can. So Melissa, if you wouldn't mind just to introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about you, your family, and how you even got into this business that you have now with Juice Plus. Yeah, Ashley, thanks for having me. It's hard. Joy. It's always a joy to talk to you. And I'm so honored that you value my opinion enough to ask me my opinion. So thanks. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I actually am, um, I'm a wife and I've been married to my husband for almost 15 years, 15 years this month, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have two really active, wonderful little boys who are three and six. And before I became a stay-at-home mom, I was actually a French teacher. I taught French for close to a decade, and um, it was actually while I was teaching that I sort of stumbled into nutrition. At the time, we were living in Boston, which if you've never been to Boston, it's a really active city, mm -hmm. lots of running. I've always been a runner. I'm not fast, but I love it. I, I find yeah. enjoyment in it. And so anyway, yeah, I just sort of fell into it. I ran a lot and um, just, I sort of got into a community that enjoyed cooking and um, I had a part-time job at Williams Sonoma, which was so fun. So I learned a lot about cooking while I was helping people build their kitchens and um, all that sort of stuff. I met a lot of really neat celebrity chefs um, that used to come into the store. And so I just sort of uh, realized that God was kind of surrounding me with food and um, the better I ate, the better I felt. And so that was kind of how it all started. But I was sick a lot because I was a teacher and I got everything in my classroom. So about two years into our time in Boston, I started um, to eat a product called Juice Plus, which is if you've never heard of it before, it's just fruits and vegetables. And I know you know it. 
um, mm -hmm. but just in case your listeners don't. So it's just fruits and vegetables that are pesticide free, vine ripened. They're picked when they're actually, when they're ready to be picked because that majority of nutrition and food actually happens in the last five days that it's growing. And so if you think about um, like an apple, if you actually pick it, when it's ready to be picked, the nutrition in that apple is really flavorful. You have tons of uh, phytonutrients, but the stuff that we're getting at the grocery store has been picked a couple of weeks prior because it has to be shipped and all that kind of stuff. And so anyway, Juice Plus, is that's what it is. It's just fruits and vegetables. And honestly, I started taking it just because I knew I didn't eat enough vegetables and mm -hmm. I had no intention on starting to eat vegetables. <laughs> so I started to take it and about six months into taking it, I realized I didn't actually get that virus that I normally get in September, October, November, December, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's just kind of how I fell into it. And now that I'm a mom, so I've been taking, I've been taking nutrition pretty seriously now that I'm a mom. And, you know, I realized one day it's really on me to make sure that they're healthy and that they have really good habits and a healthy lifestyle when they leave my house. So mm -hmm. I love, I love everything Juice Plus has done for me. I love everything that um, I've learned about cooking and food and by nature, I'm an educator. So I just love helping people through educating them about why you would want nutrition, why you would want good health. And as you know, we have a pretty severe chronic disease issue in our country. And so anything that we can do in the prevention realm is fantastic. So that's a little bit about me. And I'm so thankful you asked me to join. Just to jump into it, I, I'm just curious, and I know people that are listening are too. So how do you get your kids to eat fruits and vegetables apart from Juice Plus? What does that look like for you guys? It's a great question. So I think that the most important thing to realize uh, with serving fruits and vegetables to children is how many times they see it. Um, children are naturally very cautious about eating anything on a plate that isn't a normal thing that they see. And so I sort of just target one thing at a time. Um, I remember when I was introducing bell peppers, for example, um, I thought bell peppers are incredible incredibly high in vitamin C off the charts. And each color has a little bit of, you know, differences, but in general, bell peppers are way better for you than an orange as far as a vitamin C goes, um, and especially orange juice. So if you're looking to up your immune system, bell peppers are it. And so um, I thought today's the day I'm going to start the bell pepper journey. And, yeah. um, and the way you do it is you just slice it, you make it fun and you put it on their plate. The first day they're going to look at it and they're going to say no thanks. And so all you have to do is just get them to lick it. Like just stick it in your mouth and lick it. Um, and then the second, and then the second day you serve it, you know, have them smell it, lick it, maybe stick it in their mouth and see if they want to try a bite of it. Um, and then just continue, continue down that path. And so when I'm introducing a new food, I try to introduce it four times a week, not mm -hmm. every day. So they're, you know, overwhelmed by the whole thing, but like every other day. Mm -hmm. And generally it takes a solid eight to 10 times for a child to actually, and so just sort of get that in your head of, mm -hmm. I've got two weeks to yeah. sort of start this train, but this is the train I'm on and you have to be really intentional about it. And then I also try to make it really fun. So I have boys, I'm a boy mom. And so I've sort of learned this entire new lingo. Yeah. <laughs> um, has a lot to do with like battles and good and evil and it's really beautiful like to see how boys are created in this in this sense and so um um but we make them into swords and so before we eat them we sword fight at the table with them and they think it's fantastic you know um a carrot very similar we make them into spears um 
<laughs> and yeah. whatever their whatever their lingo is, um, just sort of meet them there. Yeah. And exposure, exposure, exposure. And so you just pick a vegetable, pick a vegetable that you normally don't serve, and then mm -hmm. just go for it. Um, and then you also have to model because obviously more is caught than taught. And so you have to eat them, you have to like them, or at least pretend you like them. Okay. But the funny thing about food is, is the more you eat it, the more you actually want it. So okay. if you eat bell peppers and you don't think you like them, the more you eat them, guess what? All of a sudden your body's like, hey, I think I need a bell pepper stick today mm -hmm. or a bell pepper sword. So okay. anyway, yeah, that's kind of what I do is I make it fun. And then I just remember that you have to keep serving it over and over again. I love that. Cause I don't know. I think a lot of parents will give up probably too early. They tried and I'm guilty of that. I tried it two days Me in too. a row and I gave up because they weren't eating them. Um, Diane Cook said, when I babysit kids, I like to cut up fruits and veggies and make them look like cute little animals. I think that's, that's a great cool. idea. It's um, a good idea. Anything that can make it fun. You exactly. Know. And I've seen um, when I've watched moms serve their kids fruits or vegetables, having fun dips to dip them in to make it more exciting or different, I think is a good way. Um, but I think the, the good takeaway that I'm getting from you is just exposure multiple times, letting them really experience seeing it on their plate, seeing mom and dad eat it, having fun with it, making games out of it, all those types of things and making fun shapes on the plate even are ways that we can get our kids to eat them. Yeah. So and I would add one more idea. Um, you know, something else I do is I give them a, like their own little pouch. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, that's really fun for them that they each have like they could be sitting at the table with a pouch and they, and they love that, um, or having them eat them in different locations. So just an idea, you know, anything oh. that makes it fun. Yeah. And <laughs> I found that with my kids that they love to take around a bowl or a baggie of, you know, snacks in it. So something about that is really fun for kids. So trying different things, or I think you and I were even talking about like a picnic in, even in the living room, you just play it, put right. a blanket down. And now all of a sudden this food becomes fun because we're having it on the living room floor instead of at the table. So. That's right. And I've actually seen that you have a higher success rate with trying new foods if it's if the location is fun. So, you know, if you don't serve cucumbers normally, cucumbers are really excellent for you as well. Um, and so that's a great thing to get into your children. But if you aren't on the cucumber train, then if you get them in a fun location, like why not climb a tree and have them only eat cucumbers in a tree for the first week? That would be a blast, you know? <laughs> Right. I love it. That's awesome. Well, let me ask you another question just because I'm curious. What do you do to prep for snacks? Um, and what are your go-to foods? We've talked about bell peppers, carrots, but how do you prep for snacks? Because it seems like kids are very interested in snacking. I always say my, my daughter, she says she's a good eater. And I say, you're a good snacker, but I don't know that she's a great yeah. eater. She, the snacks are what really entice them. So what are your go-to foods for snacks and how do you prep those? That's a great question. So I really believe that kids love a snack. And if it's snack time, they'll eat almost anything you give them. And so this yeah. is a fantastic opportunity to give them whole foods. Um, mm -hmm. And if it's, you know, finger foods, even better. And so generally what I do is I slice up things. So we do a lot of sliced apples. And then I actually bought these tiny little jars that have a lid on top of them. And that's their own almond butter dipping jar. 
Um, mm -hmm. And so if they have their apple slices in their little bag and then they have their own almond butter dip jar, then we can have snack in their treehouse in the backyard or we can have it as a picnic or we can have it at the table, whatever. But as long as their finger, sort of finger size, mm -hmm. that makes everything exciting. And that's actually when they want to eat as a snack. And so um, that is not the time to put refined processed carbohydrates in their body because then it fills them up and then they actually won't eat the meal that you serve. And so, mm -hmm. but carrot sticks, bell pepper sticks, apple slices, nuts are a big one that I go to. I also make um, energy balls. I make those a lot, with, you know, they're, they're whole grain oats and um, almond butter, a little bit of honey, but then you can throw all kinds of really good things in them like chia seeds or flax. You can really beef them up with a lot of nutrition and so in every time I make them, the recipe is a little bit different, um, but I add the juice plus protein powder to it because it has extra ancient grains and vegetables in it. So yeah, anything that's really a finger food is good, but that's the time. The snack is the time to capitalize on nutrition because they want it and they'll eat it. Right. Um, whereas if it's on a plate, they might be like, I don't know about that. <laughs> and I feel like I've seen that recipe from you. And tell us a little bit about your Facebook page that you put recipes on so that we can get those. Thanks. Yeah. So I started a Facebook group about two years ago because I had so much information in my head and ideas. And again, like I said, I'm an educator. And so why would I not want to share ideas that I have in my head with other people? So I started a group basically just to get all my ideas in one place and to sort of have it as an online recipe book. And I'd love for you to join. It's an open group. Anyone can join. And in the group, I share recipes, nutritional, you know, articles that I find. I follow a couple of physicians that actually are, um, like holistic functional medicine doctors that know a lot about how nutrition actually is prevention from chronic disease. So I share a lot of things in there about that. And then I do share about Juice Plus, but it's not just a Juice Plus thing because I feel like Juice Plus is a wonderful catalyst for starting us off mm -hmm. on the right track. It gives us nutrition that we need every single day, but it is not the only answer. And so you can be healthy wonderful recipes as well. And so it's a great group and I'd love for anybody that you know that wants to join to join us. It's also really interactive. So if you have a good recipe, share it. If you have a good idea, share it. I mean, I'm I'm all about the, the better the community, the more we can link arms with each other, the healthier we will be and the more uh, we can fight chronic disease and um, just, just a better position we're gonna be in. So it takes a village to be healthy these days. There's so many ways that we can get sidetracked. In fact, I kind of feel like our whole country is trying to sidetrack us all the time. And so it takes a village and, and it's a it's a really great group. It's got a couple hundred people in it and um, really like-minded, kind. I know the majority of people in there, but that doesn't mean that I have to know you for you to join. So anyway, yeah. And it's inspiring healthy living and learning. And I just put the banner up on our screen. So if you're interested, check that out. Um, I'm sure there's an energy ball recipe in there. If not, I'm sure you could share it with us because I know- Definitely. My kids love the energy ball snack as well. So that's awesome. And then again, if any of you are listening and you have questions or specific ideas that you want to share, please do, because we want to hear and um, answer those questions as we're going. We've got a few that we're going to ask each other, but please feel free to throw those in as we're going. So Ashley, I actually have a question for you. Yeah. How, how do you handle like 
birthday parties and cake and ice cream and all that kind of stuff. I'd be interested in picking your brain. Yeah. I, I would say at different seasons in my life and my journey as a mom and then not as a mom prior to that were different, my philosophy on it. And I think I've gotten a little bit looser on it in a better way that if I am choosing healthy options, the majority of the time that at the park or, you know, if we go to a water park or wherever it is, um, birthday party, that it would be okay for my kid to experience that food. That's not my preference for them to have on a regular basis. But I think early on, I definitely did. I, I tried to withhold those things from Ellie thinking if I keep her from eating them, she'll never want them, but that only makes you want them more when you can't have them. And so instead I talked to her about, you know, I tell her what's going to be served at a birthday party and she gets really excited. Pizza and ice cream. That sounds awesome. You know? And so she's excited. I say, this is going to be a special treat to celebrate our friend, whoever. And then after she has it, I mean, reminding her that that's just, that's a sometimes food. There's some words that we use in our house. The sometimes food. It's not an everyday food. We're not going to have pizza and ice cream tomorrow or the next day, but it's something that we did to celebrate our friend today. It's Mm -hmm. a treat, but I just remind her this doesn't, make us healthier or stronger. Um, but it's something we can enjoy with friends and family at seasonal moments. So again, when I know that that's coming up a party, that food is probably not going to be nutritious, um, that I really focus on making sure before and after that she's getting, or they're getting lots of, um, nutrient dense types of food. So the short answer is I let them have it, but really focus on the time around that and then educating her on this isn't an everyday type of food. I think that's fantastic. Um, we do that similarly. And I've actually been very surprised as well. I can remember specifically our oldest son going to a fifth birthday party for a friend mm-hmm. and he took one bite of the cake and threw the rest of it away. I was shocked, frankly, yeah. because I thought, well, he doesn't get to eat cake all the time. And so what's this what is this going to look like? You know, right. my younger son probably would have eaten the whole cake. <laughs> so yeah. Has different preferences, you know, right. but I think the sometimes food is a really great way to manage that. Cause you're right. They do tend to want more if you say no, 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 or it's mm-hmm. bad. And we don't want to label foods as bad because foods aren't bad, but there are such there are better food options. Yeah. So we also say, because I have boys, we say these foods make your body strong. So, um, and then one thing we love to talk about are the colors. So what do these colors do for you? What are red things? You know, red things make your heart healthy. And what do purple things do? Well, guess what? Purple things actually help you in the anti-aging department. So, you know, eat a lot of purple girls. (laughs) Right. Um, Yeah. But then if you think about Popeye, Popeye was always eating spinach. Well, the reason for that is, is that spinach has tons of iron in it. And so, wow, iron makes, wow, you know, we could have really strong muscles, the more green things that we eat. And so we focus a lot on making our bodies strong, which um, the kids Mm -hmm. love. So, so tell me about like, let's say you were going to go to a birthday party and then you decided, okay, they're going to have pizza and cake at this birthday party. So what would the rest of your day look like? Like, how do you start breakfast or sort of how do you sort of bookend a birthday party so they can get really wholesome and nutritious foods around the party? Yeah. Now I will say that I feel like I, I only have two children, but I, I feel like I have three and that my husband loves junk food as well. So I'm kind of fighting yeah. the battle. Sometimes I feel like against him because he's like, let him have the pizza. Let's go get ice cream. You know, so <laughs> it's a battle a little bit. Um, 
with us, but you know, for us right now in this season, we start with, and you'll love this is the vanilla juice plus smoothie powder or shake powder that you guys sell. Delicious. And I, I really want to take a video of um, my son when he gets up, it's like, he hasn't learned the word smoothie yet, but I think when he does, it's going to change everything. <laughs> but I mean, I put peanut butter in it and banana and almond milk, and he like drinks it like, you know, the, his favorite thing in the whole world. So Ellie and Parker both love to have that. It's uh, the easiest thing for me to make in the morning. It's, it's consistent. It's easy. It's fast. It's nutritious. So definitely starting the day with something like that. And I think a, a rather hearty breakfast. So sometimes we'll even add other things to make breakfast a big meal right. again, to try and eliminate wanting those processed foods later. It's like giving them enough substance to get through the morning. And then, you know, lunch for us in the summer is really fun because I often, I, I know you talk about like more is caught than taught. So I, I often love to eat a salad. I know you do as well. Um, and so when Ellie sees me eating that, she says, I want that. And so again, all the colors talking about the colors and, you know, making sure that we're just enjoying what the earth has given us, you know, that God has provided through plants and just talking about how those make us strong. And so often a conversation at our table is, does, does this make me strong? Or is this a healthy food? You know, she's asking those types of questions and I love it. Um, just so that she knows that there's a difference in how you feel your body. And so, especially around a party day or a day that nutrition is not going to be the focus is making sure you get that really wholesome breakfast in and then the bookend. So that's the, the beginning of the day. And then at the end of the day, um, we do the juice plus gummy. I know your kids like those as well. And that's just another like staple in our home that they're going to get their smoothie. They're going to get the gummies. And that's at least a baseline. Like you said, it's a catalyst for healthy living. It's not enough, but it's a start place um, to make sure that they're getting nutrition throughout the day. And that helps. Right. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah. My kids love the gummies too. It's amazing to me. I was actually thinking a couple of weeks ago that they had finished their breakfast. It was like 7, 13 in the morning and they had already had for the day 40 different plants, you know, 40 different fruits, vegetables, and ancient grains through there. Cause they drink, my kids drink a smoothie, a juice plus smoothie, and then they have their gummies as well. Mm -hmm. And you know, Ashley, I will say I've seen the fruit of that. They, they just, they bounce back quicker. If they get sick, they don't mm -hmm. get as sick as, um, some of their peers, or, you know, as often, right. um, they can focus, they have tons of energy. I just, I feel like I'm very thankful that Juice Plus exists because it's, is the easiest thing I have in my mom tool belt, frankly, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, you know, they started off the day with, um, a healthy, a healthy breakfast and yeah. that's great. Yeah. Okay. One question I had for you too is, you know, a lot of times we'll get recipes and they may not have the best ingredients in them. So do you have any suggestions or an example of where you could modify a recipe to swap out ingredient for a healthier yes. option? Yes. Got Gosh. Um, and that's one of the things that I talk about in that Facebook group is I have a lot of recipes that actually substitute other recipes that I've found and I don't mm -hmm. post anything unless I'm pretty sure it's going to be a home run or I know it's a home run. Awesome. Um, there's a couple of blogs that I follow that I'm like, literally everything I've made on this blog is great. So I trust that it's going to be good. Yeah. So again, kind of back to that whole, like sometimes food. So Matt, let's take mac and cheese. 
that's something that every kid just about on the planet loves. But there's a there's a way to make mac and cheese a little bit healthier. Annie's, you know, Annie's mac and cheese, it, mm-hmm. they make a grass-fed option. Mm-hmm. And that is a right down right there, that's a really easy switch. You just go from just the regular Annie's or the, or the other brands um, to the grass-fed Annie's. And the reason why that's important is that cows are supposed to eat grass. They're not supposed to eat grains. And so if, um, if a cow is actually eating what it's supposed to be eating, then they're healthier and they don't need antibiotics. They don't need hormones. They don't need all that stuff because they're actually healthy since they're eating what they're supposed to eat. And so um, right there, that just sort of takes it up a notch is just buying that box. Um, mm-hmm. But what I do is, and again, this is not an this is not an all the time food, but this is a sometimes food. Mac and mm-hmm. cheese is fun, and so mm-hmm. I serve it. And so what I do is I take spinach, organic spinach, and I I chop it up really fine. So mm-hmm. it's almost like green. It's almost looks like green sprinkles in the mac and cheese. Yeah. And then I'll make mac and cheese, and I'll stir in the spinach. And then I also will add frozen peas to it. And so the very last minute of the mac and cheese um, boiling, you add frozen peas and you just boil it with the pasta. So right there is spinach and peas in their mac and cheese. But then my final secret weapon is I take one of the juice plus capsules Mm -hmm. that has powder in it and I'll open up the powder and I'll sprinkle it into the mac and cheese. And so voila, you have mac and cheese for your kids and you have 13 vegetables in it. That's fantastic. So that's an easy one. Um, But some of the other things that I've done replacements with are, um, for example, like baking. I can't tell you the last time I bought a bag of flour. Um, Mm -hmm. I do a lot of substitutes with almond flour. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of wonderful muffin recipes because kids love muffins, you know, where you could use almond flour, coconut flour, things like that. So you can substitute out flours. And then anytime that you can add things. So for example, if you're having spaghetti, you can choose like chickpea pasta, spaghetti noodles instead of, you know, um, just regular Mm -hmm. pasta noodles. Mm -hmm. But you can also add zucchini noodles into the Mm -hmm. pasta. So if it's just all zucchini noodles, zoodles. I don't know if it would throw the kids off, but if they're mixed in together, then they end up eating the zucchini noodles. So, but yeah, we have a lot of um, meat recipes of things like that in the group too. Awesome. Well, if you can believe it, it's already time. So we're going to wrap up here and for your kids, I think we're all going to try the sword beer fighting with the bell peppers. Um, Repeated exposure is another great thing I learned today. Just keep exposing it lead by example. So eating those things that we're asking our kids to eat or try, and then kind of the 80, 20 rule. It's like, let them be kids and experience maybe cake and ice cream um, and pizza, but also make sure that they're getting nutrition throughout the rest of their day and their week. Um, So I think those are all things that we can implement or try. Um, If you want to get in touch with Melissa, please reach out to me. I'm happy to connect you. But otherwise, I have her email up here on the screen. It's Melissa Albright, again, malbrightjuiceplus at gmail.com. So you can reach out to her directly if you have questions. Um, But we would love to talk to you more about it. Clearly, it's a passion of ours. We could talk about it all day. But thank you for joining us, everybody. Thanks, Melissa. And we'll see you next week. Thanks so much. All right. See you. Thank you for joining me today. And if you connected with something that was said, I hope you will share this with a friend, subscribe, and leave a review. Thanks for sharing this journey with me at home, where it all begins.